After months of sifting through more than three decades of her life in San Mateo, California, deciding what to keep and what to leave behind, moving day has finally arrived for my mom. It's April, almost a year after she and her companion, Chaz, decided to relocate to a retirement home in Davis, California. My sister Molly and my brother Frank and I have converged from different parts of the country to help them box up their last few possessions and move out. We are sitting on the master bed in the master bedroom, getting in Chaz's way while he tries to pack up. And Molly is continuing to be the, the head, head packer. Out of my way. With able assistance from Dan and Frank. How do you take an iMac apart? I don't think they come apart. Oh, that's, that's the, the problem. Whoops. We are awaiting the exciting arrival of the Yolo County Transfer United Van Line truck. Mom, the movers are here. Well, this is the day we move out. We've slaved to get things into boxes and overwhelmed by the fact that we'll be downsized all fall and all winter and all spring. We still have too much stuff. But anyway, we'll, we'll load it in the, in the uh, Yolo County moving van, and we'll head over to uh, Davis, California. And I'll sit down in the middle of the living room and cry. Well, it's the same as a funeral. When you have a death, you immerse yourself in the details of the funeral and the wake and so on. And then after the, uh, all that uh, rigmarole is done, then, then you're left with your thoughts. So when she... I think what it'll really hit her is when she, the movers leave and she's sitting up there in Davis with boxes up to her, literally up to her chin, and realizing, oh my God, <laughs> that'll be interesting. This morning I woke up exhausted and sad. I mean, I've been very excited all along about this, but I really, I don't know, this the last morning kind of thing. <laughs> it got to me. I'm leaving this house and all the memories it has. One of the things that's going to be a, something for me to think about, and that's the depression that's going to build and peg leaving the house that she's had for so many years. Chaz and my mom have lived together in the house for the past seven years. When the actual point of saying goodbye to it comes, I think it's going to be tough for her. I, I've been here long enough to fall in love with this place, and I hate to leave it too, but I think that... We need to. Goodbye, 20. I'm, no, I can't say goodbye. I'm sorry. I'm just going to walk away as if I were coming back tomorrow. <laughs> We've just entered the foyer of the University Retirement Community. Davis is about 100 miles northeast of San Mateo in the heart of the Central Valley. Tell them we're here. The official name of Mom's new home is University Retirement Community at Davis. It's not part of the University of California here, but there are a lot of retired university people moving in, along with Mom and Chaz. It's one of many things that attracted them to Davis. Cheers, Pat. <laughs> Pat Poole is the official greeter. Good to see you. It's good to We've see been you. waiting for this day, haven't we? Yes, we have. My goodness, yes. The place is brand new, and Mom and Chaz are among the first residents to move in. It feels a little like the first day of college, when everyone moves into their dorm room at the same time. Except here, the roles are reversed. The kids are dropping off the parent. And I think the fact that we're all brand new to this, even though a lot of them are, are Davis people, but we're brand new to this life, and we're all in this together. And uh, I have a nice feeling about that. 
It's much nicer than any college dorm I've ever seen, or any retirement home for that matter. Not at all what I feared. It's four stories, solidly built with high ceilings and lots of wood beams. It looks like a classy hotel, except that all the occupants are over 65. We just want to verify that this is the amount of money that you have already paid us. Mm -hmm. The university retirement community is run by a not-for-profit corporation, but that doesn't mean it's inexpensive. The first order of business on move-in day is for Mom and Chaz to ante up. I don't know how you want to break this, but I do need to have this amount. This is like so many of the retirement communities, in, at least in California, and that is that you put your money in and you do not get equity. And you pay a monthly fee, which is fairly steep, and that covers a meal a day, it covers the cleaning and the laundry for the, of the linens, and there are some where you can buy in and have equity, but they usually charge about a half a million to, <laughs> to begin. There's one right up in, in Marin County that was kind of appealing, but it looked terribly, terribly upscale, and there's one over in Sacramento, but it too just looks so, so formal and so upscale. We, we don't like that idea. What are the, uh, the rules of dress in the dining room? California casual. California casual. You and I could go in on this tonight because yes. I don't have anything yes. else on track. Oh. Okay, guys. 4336. Mom and Chaz's apartment is on the fourth floor of the independent living section. There are also assisted living apartments and a skilled nursing unit for people who are seriously ill, including Alzheimer's patients. Their apartment is a sunny one-bedroom with a study and a small balcony overlooking the swimming pool. The sound that you hear next will be the popping of the champagne cork, a gift from the management of University Retirement Community. Mazel tov. <laughs> Mazel tov. I love you so much. Mm. Mm, I'm so proud of you for doing this. Mm, I'm so proud of you, you for coming so out and smart. helping to think of it. I'm drinking the bubbly in honor of our being here. And our first night, we're going down to dinner very soon. Oh, That night at dinner, Mom introduced herself to her fellow residents in a dramatic fashion. She tripped on the strap of her purse hanging over the back of her chair and landed in a heap in the middle of the dining room. A concerned crowd gathered around. She was all right. Her pride was a little bruised. But she recovered gracefully. Still on the floor, she stuck out her hand and introduced herself to one of the men who'd come to her aid. Hi, I'm Peg Collison. Nice to meet you. My brother took it as a good omen. So I thought, well, she's going to do all right here. Even though it was a sort of an, she was sort of embarrassed about, you know, losing her footing in this, around people she just met. And would they think, oh, here's a lady that, <laughs> you know, that can't walk. <laughs> there seemed to be a lot of uh, reassurance there a lot of people who, know, who are in the same boat as she is and would handle it well. She is doing well in her new life. There are, of course, lots of things she misses from her old life. Her friends, her church, the kids she tutored, her house and the view of the rolling hills from her bedroom window. But she's making new friends, one who even sings to her. When first I saw sweet Peggy, t'was on a market day. A low-back car she drove and sat upon a load of hay. She's also but getting acquainted with her new church. She's joined a sewing group and says the food in the dining room is pretty good. I am absolutely ecstatically happy not cooking dinner, even though 
it does pose a problem of how are we going to keep on diets. So we're going to have to do a lot more exercise. And then let's lay down and we'll do our swimmer. Ready, go. Opposite arm with opposite leg. Conveniently, the exercise room is just down the hall from her apartment. And now we'll do our Superman. Let's go up. I-23. Yes, there's bingo, a reminder of the troubling image I had when mom first said she was moving into a retirement home. Bingo. But there are also trips to the theater and to the symphony. And there are barbecues and dancing. There are enough activities offered, not too much. Well, you don't have to have to do any of them. You can just sit and meditate. But and we have a meditation group, matter of fact. But uh, you you feel as if you aren't put out to pasture. You're you're in a place where you chose to go. I remember when I uh, was thinking ahead to life here at URC. I sort of imagined that I would be sitting on the deck and in the sun and reading books and catching up on New Yorkers and maybe even taking the New York Times. Well, that may be part of the future, but it certainly isn't part of now. Right now, it seems as if our life is just as busy as it was when we were back in San Mateo. It took a while to come up with a name for this series. At first, I called it Retirement Journal which my mom didn't care for because she retired from her job about 20 years ago. After that, there was Peg's story, which she wasn't too wild about either. Then Mom's big move and Mom's last move, which may be accurate but sounded too ominous. Finally, she came up with it. Mom's good move. It's perfect. Despite all our early reservations, it has been a good move. It was a little stressful for her, but now that she's settled in, she looks five years younger. At age 79, she's not looking back. She's looking ahead, and that's a good place for her to be. I'm sitting in the ladder back chair, and I'm looking out the window at a fluffy white cloud and a blue sky. The sun is about to come over the edge of the buildings across the way, and it'll pour in to our room, our living room, and on into the kitchen. And it's uh, very, very heartening. It's nice to know that this is home now, and it feels like home. And we're very, very comfortable and happy that we've made this move. ¶¶